what's it like to live with your bandmates? We're going to get into that and lots more on today's music therapy. everybody. Welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker. I'm a musician based here in Chicago, Illinois, and I am also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Music Therapy is a mental health podcast for musicians and music fans. You can visit musictherapypodcast.com to listen to previous episodes and learn about upcoming events. Go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. That's my number one request. Leave us a review. That helps us out so much. I hope you guys are all doing well. This one was recorded live at Cafe Mustache on April 6, 2022 with up-and-coming Chicago indie pop trio Frico. Frico is made of Bailey Mitzenberger, Luke Stamos, and frontman Nico Capitan. Today we're going to get to know them, how they work together, how they live together, and we're going to hear a live performance from them. All of that and more on today's episode of Music Therapy Group Session. That was great. All right, so Frico, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Can you guys please introduce yourselves and what you do in the band? Uh, my name is Nico Capitan. I play guitar, sing, and write the songs. Um, I'm Luke. I play bass, and I also sing a little bit. I'm Bailey, and I play drums, and I also sing a little bit. All right, well, I'm looking forward to, to hearing you guys play later. Um, I did hear during soundcheck, and it was great. But first, we're going to get to know you. So how did you guys get to know each other? Um, so me and Luke met in kindergarten, um, and we've been friends since then. And we've played in a couple, like, we've played covers together forever. We used to play in, like, fifth grade. We, yeah, we did some funny covers, like I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. But it's like that, yeah, for our parents. And then... We met Bailey. I had a class with Bailey senior year of high school, but we never talked because neither of us are the talking type. And so, <laughs> but then they asked me to join their band. Um, the, you guys, you two had a band together? Yeah, their band, Marinda, who's also fantastic. Okay. But yes, I played bass with them. Okay. And that's how we met. And from there, I asked them to play drums with us, and the rest is history. <laughs> All right. So from kindergarten, that's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It is sweet. <laughs> Miss Collins, we had a very sweet kindergarten teacher. Um, her son is Kwaku Collins, actually. If anybody knows Kwaku Collins, Chicago artist. Um, yeah, fantastic. Check artist, out check yeah. out Kwaku Collins. <laughs> yeah, from ETHS, the same high school as us. Have you guys, you know, you've been friends for a long time. Have you ever gone through any rough patches? We did, yeah. I mean, well, I, I can't think of anything specific, but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I think we definitely can, you know, get a little irritated. We with have clashing personalities, to be honest, in a lot of ways. What's different we about do. your personality? We argue a lot. I mean, we're both kind of stubborn. Well, I, yeah, we're, uh, yeah. We're, we're both pretty stubborn. And Bailey's just, like, the best in between that. She's the what? They're the best. They're just like between that, you know? So, Bailey, you, are you, do you feel like you're the, uh, do you ever feel in the middle? 
Not so much in the middle and more so like an observer. I, <laughs> I had the thought today actually that you guys giving each other kind of just like harsh jokes seems like a love language. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like pushing each other's buttons a little bit, but in a playful way. Yeah, when you've been friends for so long, you need to keep it interesting. <laughs> so something that is uh, very interesting about you guys is you are not only in a band together, but you live together. Yes. How long have you lived together? For the past eight months or so. Yeah. I, um, they were living in the apartment that we live in now before I moved in uh -huh. for a little bit under a year, and then I moved in in July. So how's that been? I think it's, it's been wonderful. really good. I mean, it's not what you want to hear, but it's been really good. <laughs> yeah. How does it work? How do you guys? That, how we, do you make that work? We all mind our business. I feel like. You mind your business? Yeah. Just give each other space, you know, and. But what about the fridge and food situation? How did you guys figure that out? Well, do you ba share? Uh, Bailey's a vegan, and. Me and Luke, like, share, like, we, like, talk about who's going to buy eggs this week or who's going to buy butter this week. So it all works out really well. So you communicate. Yeah, we very much communicate. And you respect each other's space. Yeah. Yeah. Do you practice it? Go ahead, Bailey. Oh. I was going to say that I, I feel like it's a respect of space, both physically and emotionally and mentally. And it's also kind of a natural, it feels natural because of our work schedules and school schedules and stuff. We... Each of us have pockets throughout the day where we get the house to ourselves pretty much. And I think that really feeds into things just being calm most of the time. Because we all just get our, our natural space to breathe, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then physical space, a lot of communication in that. And I also feel like we, um, we just kind of click in that way without having to talk about it too much. Like we decorate in the same way and we're messy in the same ways. And yeah. <laughs> so you guys, are, are you all working and going to school? So I just work in a warehouse, um, like nine to five all week. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm a student right now, so I go to DePaul. What are you studying? Psychology. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to be a therapist, but you I, we can talk. I, yeah, we can talk later about it. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> what do you do, Bailey? Double mic. One. Oh, okay. Double mic. This is, yeah. Um, I, I work right now. I recently graduated the City Colleges in mm -hmm. December. Got my associates. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. It feels good to be done for a little bit. It's been a long school experience, um, but I'm currently just working. Yeah. What, what did you study? Uh, natural sciences. I, I went to DePaul for one quarter right out of high school for jazz studies and uh, studying music academically wasn't for me. So I took a break and then went so back. That, um, what about studying it did, you not, did not connect with you? It felt far too rigid. And I think there was kind of this um, underlying sense of uh, competition a bit. And I think that's naturally present in school most of the time, just with the fact that we're being graded on stuff that we do. Um, but there's this kind of like sentiment in the air of like, you need to be practicing seven hours a day if you want to be considered like a good musician and just being put on the spot to, you know, know your theory. And that works for some people, but didn't really click with me. It kind of sucked the joy out of it for me. And actually, um, after I stopped going to DePaul, I didn't play drums for a little over a year after that. Didn't 
yeah, just kind of took the joy out of it for me. Um, and Nico asking me to join Frico reignited my love for it, so I'm very grateful for that. And you'll see how good they are later. Hey, yeah. uh, they don't need that program. So why don't, um, I'm curious to learn what you guys have, you just released an EP. Right? Yeah. And it's called Whenever Forever. Mm -hmm. Are you guys working on more music right now or are you focusing on that one? Yeah, we're actually in the latter half of our next EP that we're gonna release hopefully in the next couple months. And we're also recording an album or we're not recording one, we're like, we have the songs for it for the most part. Yeah, and we've been writing that together. Uh, how did you guys record the album? Um, the EP we recorded at a studio in Chicago, Rax Tracks. Um, yeah, just late nights, like ghost hours in the studio, like 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. Did you work with an engineer? Um, for some of it, a lot of it was just us and one of our friends doing the most of it, but yeah. Just like late hours, and it took like it took way longer than it needed to. But that's why we have a ton of more music to work on right now. Why do you say it took longer than it needed to? Because of COVID. Oh, but like, sure. I mean, it's like mostly because of COVID, but other factors too. Such as? Um, Definitely the late schedule. Yeah, and late trying schedule. to schedule around other people who are booking in the studio too. We definitely worked, like Nico said, more so in the late hours. And that can be tough, you know, when you're trying to work and go to school and everything. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, we had talked previously about some things we could touch base on. One of them was um, kind of the purpose behind your music. And I'm interested to hear what you mean by that. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of it just comes from like that feeling of just like, God, like this really sucks and I can't do anything about this right now. But like, I'm gonna find something good in it and do you mean like covid uh no not really i mean covid spawned a lot of stuff that like brought a lot of stuff up but even when covid ended you know it's still the same stuff and it's just like you know like i've been working in a warehouse for the past two years now and just doing music and like especially during covid when we couldn't play shows just come home and like just be like feel just helpless and nothing you can do about you know and just like you got to do you gotta do, I don't know, and just like kind of raging against that, because it's like when you're writing music, it's like you wanna, for me, it's like acknowledging the fact that that sadness and anger is there, but then providing like a, an out, you know, a reason to have joy in it. So is there two things there? One is this kind of gives you purpose or something to do, but it's also a form of expression of some of what you're feeling? Yeah, it's something I've always felt like I need to do, like in, internally, but like, um, it gives a way to express that, and it's like the way, you know, you do it for your, first yourself to like be able to f feel that, um, the happiness and all of that, or any, like joy, but then it gets to other people, and that's the best part. So, um, could we choose one of the songs you'll play tonight and tell me about kind of what you're expressing or what you might be working through, either through the song itself or while you were creating the song, if that makes sense? Yeah, I feel like the last one I play, Solo Cardinal, is like very much directly about that. Um, and like the first, the lyrics in the second verse are, 
I've had better days, but none quite like this. The battle in my eyes is stuck between my lips. And that's just like, when you can't talk about it, but it's there, you know? Yeah, that song, I mean, when we play it, it'll come through, I think. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to talk about it. No, I, I mean, I, I bet it is. I appreciate you talking about it. We had talked about just mental health in general and before the show, and you guys were talking about maybe you all have your individual challenges or struggles with mental health. And I, you know, don't want you to talk about anything you're uncomfortable with, but I also want to give room to talk about that if you want to. I've been talking a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we are all pretty, um, pretty vocal about mental health and um, just like with each other. Um, and I think, I don't know, we're pretty comfortable with, with checking in on each other, you know, seeing if everybody's doing okay. And, um, and I think, yeah, I think we all use music as that sort of, um, you know, that sort of outlet as, as Nico was saying. And, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to add anything to that, but. Yeah, I think um, as roommates, bandmates, and friends, it, it's really important to the three of us to always leave space to talk about stuff when we need to. And I think because we're around each other so much and we love each other so much, we're kind of keyed in to when somebody's feeling off. You know, kind of trying to read whether or not like this is something that I should leave be or something that I should ask about. And just trying to care for each other actively. And I think that's something that we, I feel really supported by the two of you and I feel really grateful for that. Just considering how much we see each other, you know, and yeah, one thing we've started doing too is um, meditating before rehearsals and shows and whatnot, and it, it's been really helping me, just kind of calming down, because I think I love playing shows, and I love, I just, I love all of it, but it does make me very nervous. Mm -hmm. So definitely like connecting silently as a group helps in that moment, and then also just mental health in general for me, just keeping an active practice at that, just being present and taking breaths. Well, we did an episode, Josh, do you remember? <laughs> it just came out a couple of episodes ago on performance anxiety. Um, a therapist talks about routines you can create um, and just what that's about. So that's good. That's really interesting that you guys meditate. Did you guys do that before tonight? Uh, this is like one of the only times we haven't done it. <laughs> do you regret it? Do you wish you had? A little bit. <laughs> but we did our, we always do a huddle before shows and we huddled outside and we do our, but well, lately we've been doing, because that loosens up your voice. <laughs> I love that. But normally it's just breaths. <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys want to add to this? This, I mean, we were talking about this how. Question. Yeah. I don't know. I feel the last of, rest of it might be sending the music. I don't want to be like that. I get but that. like, yeah. Yeah, I get that totally. Um, why don't we take a little uh, a break from our chat here, and we're going to turn to a video from a dear friend and colleague of mine, Leslie Tan. Um, the teens in my area are getting high off of barbicide, the blue liquid that barbers and hairdressers use to decontaminate their combs in between appointments. They're drinking it, huffing it, 
soaking it in tampons and shoving it up their ass. It's being labeled a crisis. I'll hold my piss and shit inside just to give myself something to do. This is called the resilient mindset. For today's affirmation, I'd like to address losers. It frustrates me to no end to see losers win. Ugly, humorless dullards who in olden times would have been cast into a pile of countless others like them outside the town's edge shortly after birth. How they game the system to snatch opportunities from those like us who are naturally more deserving, I perhaps may never know. Let us wish them ill this week as we actualize ourselves to, to optimize our wellness. mind in the universe. Or is it the universe and the mind? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. That a big shout out to Leslie Tanner. Please check out Leslie Tanner's Twitch. He's always full of wisdom, and he's amazing. Good friend of the show. Um, I want to talk about um, how you guys work together, and make music together. When you're working together as a group on any kind of project, you kind of have to figure out what your roles are. You kind of have to work through problems. Uh, there may be some ideas that you're on the same page on. There may be some things that you don't agree on. I'm curious how you guys uh, work together, or if there may be any examples of how you create as a group. Um, well, as of lately especially, it normally starts with me just bringing a song to them, like vocals and guitar, and I'll play it for them, and then we'll just work through the ideas together. Um, Bailey had a drum part, Luke had a bass part. I mean, a lot of ways, the very basic rock, rock band is set up, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else to say about that? Uh, I don't know why I just gestured for you to give me the mic because I have <laughs> nothing to say. Um, so yeah. is, this, is this like representative of your dynamic? You know, you're more kind of and just kind of go along with it? Yeah, well, one thing is we all, we have like the like, um, we have like the full vocal range between us. Like you can hear that Luke is a baritone and I'm a tenor and Bailey's an alto. So like when we're writing, especially for live stuff, we're able to like fill the th space of like being a three piece is hard and filling space, but vocally we add a lot of harmonies. Um, and so that's a big part of the writing process, definitely, at least for live stuff, like writing harmonies. Yeah. I 
actually do it. I do have something to say now. <laughs> um, yeah, just like emphasizing that what you said about trying to fill the space. I think when we collaborate on songwriting, um, that's the main goal is to utilize the three piece in a way that we can fill the space. And um, yeah, I think we've we found a lot of different ways of doing that. I think something that we're doing more recently um, is kind of experimenting with like distortion on on my bass, um, which is something that that you know we actually got a little inspired by uh, Phil Elverum, who's who's uh, otherwise known as the Microphones. Um, we saw we actually saw them play at uh, at Talia Hall um, a couple weeks ago and uh, yeah and he he uses bass distortion a lot and it really just like yeah it, it creates this real like visceral feeling of just like yeah you can really feel the music and the vibrations and it's um, yeah that's just something that we really have been inspired by so it sounds like you guys all we're like, yeah, let's do that. And we were on the same page. Yeah, for uh, the most we're part. All the we're all at the show, and like you're just standing there, and the bass just like it moves through you. It was like the most craziest thing I've ever been to. Yeah. Could feel my bones shaking against yeah. each other. <laughs> it was great. It, was, it felt like a cleanse, honestly. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't think he's doing it tonight, but yeah, bass feedback we've been doing a lot lately. But yeah. And keyboard stuff. We had a keyboard to the set. We don't have it tonight, but yeah. Do you guys, do you guys ever disagree on where a song should go, or? Yeah, yeah. We've definitely had a couple songs lately that we've like kind of just thrown to the side um, because they didn't go the right way. I think like especially, I think me and Luke's think similarly with bass parts, but then me and Bailey think pretty differently with drum parts, which is awesome because we meet in the middle. I'm very straightforward about it, and Bailey's way more heady about it. And so meets in the middle and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a fun process because it never really feels like it's a point of tension or heat. Uh -huh. It's always just exploring something together. And it just is making me think of a song. We're not playing it tonight, unfortunately, because it's a very good song. But um, the first thought that I had for it was something that was like very up-tempo, pretty straightforward, like rock groove. And then Nika was like, oh, we're thinking more like Hounds of Love, Kate Bush type of like. Drum you said part. that. Oh, I said that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but that was not awesome. What you Hounds of Love, Kate. <laughs> and well, we we ended up just like it kind of jumped all over the place before settling a little bit more. And I think that's I I love writing drum parts for this band because it's um I get to push myself a lot and playing as a three piece like Luke and Nico were saying like trying to fill the space it's. It can be difficult at times, but it's a, it's a fun challenge. Yeah, because we each get to be like a melodic instrument in a way. Um, and that's a lot of fun to write for, yeah. So another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the Chicago music scene and your relationship to the scene. What's your relationship to the scene? I, I think mean, we're babies right now. <laughs> we're babies right now. Well, there's plenty of people in the audience right now. Oh, there's a couple. Joshua Virtues the right end? there, who's a wonderful artist. I've known them for a while now. Um, fantastic producer and rapper. Um, 
don't get to see each other much, but it's really nice to see you here. Oh, man. And North Lodge, we have another friend, North Lodge, over here. But yeah, there's friends in the building. Fantastic, beautiful. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of younger people, too. Oh, and Fruit Leather, oh my God. And Fruit Leather. Fruit Leather, new up-and-coming, beautiful jazz pop folk. Yeah, I know, right? So what is your feel on that? What is your take on the Chicago music scene, the vibe and, you know, the community or, or lack of? In my experience, it's so welcoming. I love the Chicago scene. I, I said that we were babies because we've only, in the grand scheme of things, I guess, we've only recently started playing shows. But every show we play, every, really like every musical activity we do outside of home you know we meet somebody new and it's always like just welcomed with open arms and it's just it's really vibrant and active and kind and i yeah i just i love living here more and more every day because of that yeah and diverse it's a lot of diverse. a lot of different types of music playing bills with each other just like yeah and age-wise there's just like a lot of you know there's younger people that we know in bands we're playing with later in time, like Lifeguard and Horse Girl. And there's also a ton of older bands, and there's bands our age. And everybody's super nice. I mean, I can't yeah, see it being much definitely. better anywhere else. Yeah, I think adding on to that sort of diverse point, it's very much, um, you know, you have different scenes will have, you know, their specific sound. And I think there's not really a Chicago sound necessarily. I think it's it's a pretty eclectic mix of things. And um, I think that's really cool because you don't really know what you're going to get with that. And um, yeah, and I think, yeah, just also want to emphasize that it's, it's a really um, just like uh, close, tight-knit community. And um, yeah. Yeah, just really happy to be a part of it. I agree. I uh, I had Britt Julius on the show. She was one of an earlier uh, guest, but she is a reporter. She a writer and for many publications, but one is a, the Tribune. Yeah, she interviewed she, you guys. She uh, wrote a yeah article for us. Yes, um, but I had asked her from sort of a bird's eye view because she's so into the scene, like what she thought of the scene, and kind of the same thing. Like she says, there's different areas of music and styles, but people are really willing to cross pollinate and connect and and I totally agree from my own experience that people are just really friendly and open and just cool with each other. Yeah, because that's just like what music is now, you know? It's like it, there's nobody like, or like in the indie scene, like people are just going to come up like, no, that's not what it's about anymore, you know? Wait, what do you mean? Just like everybody likes most, a lot of types of music. Oh, yeah. So it's like we're totally, that's yeah, just reflective of that. Um, that just, it, I was uh, remembering like I think <laughs> a gig that I played a couple of months ago. I um I played by myself, and the type of music that I play is kind of like acoustic singer-songwriter stuff, I guess. But um, then after me, there was like a pretty hardcore country artist, and then closing out the night was like a basement pop. Like, turn all the lights down, bright red lights, like thumping bass, and just all of those on the same bill was... It was amazing, but like couldn't be more different, you know? Where it was, was awesome. That? It was at the Golden Dagger. Oh, okay. Yeah, Golden Dagger, hot spot right now. Um, but not hotter than mustache. Um, <laughs> let's see, so 
Yeah, what's your, uh, what, are you, what are you aiming to achieve with your live performances? Yeah, so we're definitely like, well, like on a literal level, like extremely, like being extremely dynamic, like we'll try to be as loud as we can. And then we're also just like a solo song, like solo folk song and going between those. Um, but also just like conveying that like thing I was talking about earlier, where it's like the joy in the face of like everything that sucks. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what we're trying to do. And I think we do that well. How do you want an audience to feel when they see one of your shows? Really melancholic, but like on the happy side of melancholy. All right. Let's get, we're going to go to, uh, we've got one more kind of section here before we switch to our live performance. This is where we do questions. So I've got some questions from the audience. And then I also had the band anonymously ask each other some questions. So we'll get to those too. So I'm not going to ask them all because we have a lot of them, which is great. Um, there's one that I'm like, should I ask this? But I can't not ask it. Um, so uh, say one pet peeve you have for each member of the band. Let me take it. You don't have to answer that. Uh, I'm not going to make you answer this question. But it would be great. Uh, no, I could definitely think <laughs> 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 uh, You were ready to say something. No, I wasn't. Neither. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to cheat around this question. Say something. I wish that both of you were nicer to yourselves. There's that. <laughs> oh, man, I wish the same for you too, Bailey. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, we got we to gotta do so. We got to say something. So nice. Yeah, I know. That's actually a good one, Bailey. Oh, right. You're so nice. Yeah, my pet peeve for Bailey is that they're too nice. No, no, no. <laughs> This is actually heavy song. Let's just say one about each other, Luke. Um, <laughs> Come on, be honest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Man. Um, I don't know. You are a stubborn motherfucker. Okay, yeah. Is that, the, is that your pet peeve? So I love you. Is that, is that your yeah. pet peeve? That's your answer? Okay. Um... Yeah, I I feel like I would say my biggest pet peeve for you <laughs> is probably um, I don't know I I honestly can't think of anything. I'm really all right. Jealous. He'll come back to it. He'll think uh, about it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That was, I, <laughs> okay. We're gonna go to I'm gonna <laughs> stir you guys up. Now I'm gonna bring you back together. What is some What is a memory you've shared together that you really treasure? I think um, just the number of late nights that we spent making the EP. Watching that video, it just made me think of um, when Nico and I recorded the tambourines for that song, we stood in the room together, probably like 20 feet apart, and just made really intense eye contact and just played them at the same time. And it was a lot of stuff like that. And it just has a really special place in my heart. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought you were actually going to say late nights at the apartment. Because I too. feel like that, too. We have movie nights. We have movie nights still. And we watch a lot of Shark Tank for some reason. I don't know why. Like, none of us are like, yes. Shout, shout out to, no, no shout out to Shark Tank. <laughs> so, so here's an audience question about a lyric. Um, can you talk about the lines? I thought that everything grew straight through, proper loving and time. 
but nothing comes from a safe place. Uh, I thought that everything grew straight with proper loving and time, but nothing comes from a safe place, nothing right, and nearly everything takes place when you find, yeah. Um, well, that's kind of like the thing where it's like, hmm, I'm taking myself back to that place. That was really like two and a half years ago. Um, it, it was with a friend at the time. It's actually not like a romantic song. It's more for a friend. Um, that love was more of like a friendship love. And I guess we like, we kind of had like a tense moment in time. And like that, like commenting on like the safe place part, it's like the, the more um, like turbulent parts of the relationship kind of make it stronger. And like we're better friends than ever, but we weren't friends for like months. But yeah, that's kind of where I think that comes from. All right, thank you. There's so like now, three people in the audience who could have asked that question. I'll, I'll never tell. So, okay. Um, these are the band questions. I had the band members ask questions to each other, but not put their names on them, so... Uh, who knows who wrote these questions? Question number one, who is the messiest in the house? I think I can answer that. I'm sorry, Nico, but I think it might be you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Nico. I wrote the question, because I wanted them to say that and just get that out of here. <laughs> We need to have this conversation. Thank you for being honest. Is that your pet I peeve? Think, I think we can circle back to the pet peeve thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know. There's probably like a Dive few, there's it. probably a few aspects of like the messiness that get on my, you know, get, get me a little irritated sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, but I think I'm, I'm at What's fault one? as well. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes there's just like, you'll just kind of like leave some things around that I'm like, you could have picked this up. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, or I, yeah, I, we don't need to get into that though. I mean, that is so common. Okay, let's go to another question. What is your greatest fear? Time. Time. In what sense? Um, I don't know. It's just like... Like in the Pink Floyd kind of way? Like, it's just... I, I don't know. I've, I've always, like, been very... I've had a lot of anxiety about just, like, the passage of time and just, like, how you... Like, moments are fleeting and you... Yeah, one moment you're here, next moment you're there, and that moment is gone. I don't know, just like, there's a lot about time that if I were to think about it, like, I don't know, it would just like, stir me up, you know? Eckhart Tolle says, the only moment there ever is, is the now. That's, that's very true. Yeah, and I think, you know, to, to tie into that, like, I've, yeah, just been trying to like, sort of face that fear of like, um, I don't know, like losing things to the past, I guess. And uh, yeah, and just like practice more like present focused thinking. Um, yeah, so that's how I kind of have tried to like combat that fear. Yeah, I think not making like real connections with people. I think I try to 
like do that. Um, it helps doing it with music, but like not like being able to like be open enough to make good connections with people around you, because that's yeah. You don't want to like die and not have done that. But like I think I have great relationships with some people in my life. I really had to think about that one because I, I feel like I, I try not to give too much thought to fear. Um, but mine is kind of similar to Luke's. I think it's the fear of suddenly being 80 years old and realizing that you haven't done enough. And what I mean by enough is like not living in a fulfilling way or not doing things or not having done things because you were afraid and you were limiting yourself. I think I'm just afraid of that potentially happening. And I guess this kind of jumps back to the mental health question too. And like, I, I try to combat that by, by being present, trying to be as present as possible and actively kind of leaning into things that scare me. Like I, I don't want, I think what you're afraid of can inform you about who you are, but I don't want fear to be driving the bus for me. And I, easier said than done, but I try. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, I thought Nico was going to say spiders. <laughs> I have one more question. We're going to ask one more question. This is another uh, band question, and uh, this is a great segue. What is your favorite aspect of playing shows? Uh, I mean, last show, I mean, we sometimes have these moments where it like, really feels like we're like so in it. It's just like, personally, I just feel like we're connecting. Like, and it's just like, transcend, like I'm transcending. Like, it's so good. Like, it's so loud. It's like loud. Um, we probably won't be as loud tonight. But like, yeah, just like moments where like we look at each other and like laugh. Because like, you know it's a good show and like you're, having, you're just having fun. And so like, we'll just, yeah. That's always a good feeling. Yeah, just like losing yourself to the music, I think. Yeah. And to just like each other. Like, I don't know, having that sort of connection on a level that is like totally different from any other just like everyday sort of connection. I feel like it's something that can only be accessed through music. And um, yeah, I'm just really like grateful to be able to experience that with y'all. The feeling is very mutual. Um, I think my, my favorite aspect is probably the, the energy and connection of it. It's kind of similar to what Nico and Luke were saying. Um, and it also kind of ties into my last answer, I think, of just like, there's something about performance and performing with people that you love that you can, it's probably the most present that I feel just throughout my life. Yeah, it feels like you kind of step outside of yourself and fully into yourself at the same time. And it's, yeah, it's just so lively. And it's a really beautiful thing to get to kind of share in a collective energy with everybody in the room for that moment. Yeah, it's like you're, you're best friends with everybody, even if you haven't had a chance to chat. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. Well, on that note, we are going to take a short break. Uh, let's give it up for Frico for our conversation tonight. <laughs> Please enjoy a live performance from Frico. 
too old, too bold, too stupid to move I guess I caught on the wrong side of the shoe again Would rather too old, too bold, too stupid to move I guess I caught on the wrong side of the shoe again Would rather too old, too bold, too stupid to move I guess I Caught on the wrong side of the shoe again We're either too old, too bold, or stupid to move I guess we're caught on the wrong side of the shoe again Thank you Yeah.
Thank you. This next one's in out.
place you got him stuck at the station. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. This is the last one of the night. 
Thank you for listening to us talk our bullshit. Um, and no, that was very nice though, Jessica. Thank you so much for that. And thank you, Cafe Mustache, again. I've never been here. This is such a great place. This last one's called Cardinal.
Thank you. That was amazing. Uh, that was beautiful. And you broke a string. Yes, I did. It was the mark of a great show. All right, that was group session. Hope you guys are doing well. Music Therapy is hosted by Jessica Risker, produced by Sullivan Davis of Local Universe, and engineered by Joshua Wentz in Chicago. We'll see you next week. Peace and love until I see you again.